Hello, and thank you for joining us for episode 64 of the Twisted Stitches podcast. My name is Tweet. And Kimberly. And we are your host today. And we're recording on Sunday, September 17th, 2017. Afternoon. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Uh, how are you? I just got here. To I know, right? Yeah. To. Usually I get here and we chat for a while, and then but I just I got here and uh, Kimberly was all business. I was all set up. All business already. Yeah. Which I want to say is pretty impressive. It is pretty impressive in my life right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that that's like an option. We're trying to get the most out of nap time, but I don't know. Yeah, we're we not don't sure. know what time she's going to wake up, so we're like, so, quick, record! Record! Run! <laughs> but, um, hey guys! Hey, what's uh, up? What's up? What's up? Thanks for coming to hang out with us. Yes, happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. Uh, how's it going? Uh, it's okay. When did we last record? It was a couple, it was like a few weeks ago. It was, it was a few like weeks, weeks ago. ago. Yeah. Was it before, La- it was before Labor Day, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's been like three weeks. Um, I went out of town for Labor Day. Yes, that's right. To see my family, literally the day before the biggest fire in LA started. Yep. Uh, that was pretty exciting. Um, <laughs> it was pretty bad. Uh, it's under control now, but was it still going on? No, no, no. Oh, okay. Yeah, but it took I don't even know. It took like four or five days at least to sort of get it under control. Yeah, it's very scary. Yeah, and it was pretty close to me. Uh, it was in Latuna Canyon, which isn't that far from me. Mm-hmm. And we were getting fun things like smoke and ash. Um, and then I left town, and all the while I was home, my mom kept asking me, you know, is your place okay? Like, what happens if, like, oh, you need to, I don't know, if the fire gets too close? I mean, it wasn't that close, but you know what I mean? It was yeah. close enough. And I have a friend who lives just on um, the a street over from me, and I just told my mom, <laughs> my friend's there. I'm assuming if we were in any danger, if we had to evacuate, she'll let me know. Yeah. But um, it wasn't that close, and they did get it under control eventually, but it was large. It's very scary. And then there's other fires in other places and hurricanes. It's really bad. Yeah. Um, Hopefully, um, any of you guys listening who are in those areas are okay. Um, you know, it's pretty scary. It's pretty scary stuff. Yeah, I'm not I have lie. friends in Florida who are okay, and I have friends, like family friends, in Texas, but not close. Yeah, to where the hurricane was. And my parents actually lived in Texas briefly. I forgot about that. Um, yeah, briefly, less than a year. It was too hot for my mom, though. Um, she said the people were really nice. Uh, and she learned to make gumbo there oh, from that's a, awesome. a nice lady. Um, but they lived really close to the coast. They Does lived she from... make it gumbo now? Um, she never has for me. She says, I'll make it really, like, good. And I was like, you literally never made it for me, Mom. Thanks, Mom. You know, I know. I think she learned it from, you know, yeah, someone who'd been lived in Texas for a really long time. And, like, you know, I was like, wait a second. And my mom's a really good cook. Yeah, she is. Um, but, yeah, it's, like, something she's never made. And she's like, oh. But also, thanks, Mom. I know. I know. Jeez. 
So, yeah, like, they've been looking at that, because like, they, yeah, familiar with that area of Texas near the Gulf. They lived really close to there when they lived in Texas. It's so. pretty scary stuff. Yeah, so we hope you guys are all okay. Yeah. You know, and there's actually, I mean, you can look on Ravelry and some other places. I know there's a few groups who are actually doing donations for uh, people who've maybe lost their stash or don't have access to their stash for a while. Mm-hmm. Um I know the Lemonade Shop was organizing one, and there's a couple others where you can sign up to donate specific things or be connected with a you know a specific uh, knitter or crocheter. Um, it's not just like random sort of donations, you know. I think they want. I mean, not to you know harp on any yarn, but you know, good stuff because people have probably lost you know, their entire stash or whatnot, you yeah. know. And yeah. so they're trying just to um, I think connect people you know, have similar wants with maybe what you can donate. So yeah. I would look into that if you're interested in that. I mean, it seems like something small, but man, if my house was flooded and I lost my sash or couldn't have, didn't have access to it, I'd be pretty bummed. Yeah. You know, because I think for a lot of people, uh, knitting and crafting is sort of a not coping mechanism, but, uh, you know, a way that helps you sort of unwind and just de-stress. And if you couldn't, in sort of like one of the most stressful times of your life, that would really suck, you know? Yeah, I mean, I think that, that that's definitely true. And yeah. also, let's be honest, like knit your stash is really an investment. Oh, yeah. And it's yeah. an identifier. It's like something that you identify with, you know, you say you're a knitter or you're a crochet yeah. or you're a crafter or how that identifies you. And so especially in, I think, really stressful times, you want to hold on to that. Mm-hmm. And that's... And that's, like, something, when something like that is gone, it's, like, or, or you, you don't have access to it. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's really kind of, like, a very deeply personal mm-hmm. blow to you because mm-hmm. you, you already feel like a lot of your belongings maybe are gone or mm-hmm. they're, you know, inaccessible. And, yeah. And then it, you you have something so deeply personal that if that's inaccessible as well, it yeah. almost feels like yeah. like a part of you is gone. Right. You know, because we right. really do identify a lot with our things, right? Right, Whether or not right. we want to or we should. I know, should, I've but... never really thought about it, you know, but, yeah, like, my stash, I mean, not all of it, but a lot of it, you know, I you know I picked it out personally. There's specific yeah. things. I got them at specific times. Yeah, and there's a know? lot of memories, and there's mm-hmm. a lot of gifts, you know, like, yeah. you get gifts from people, and, and I think that you just... You have a very deeply personal relationship with, and that's any collector, yeah, like anything, right? Yeah. But um, even like teacups, or you know, yeah, or yeah. your shoe collection, whatever, yeah. you like, know. I, I would feel particularly very sad with my books and my yeah, books. Oh man, because yeah, like, books don't survive floods. Damage. God, <laughs> books All don't survive floods. Yeah, but you know, it's it's like. You know, it's again, it's like something you identify with as a yeah. person, and so that's like, and you know, I mean, just, just really thank goodness you, you know, your person is okay, but it's tough to lose your possessions yeah. as well. Well, I was talking, I was talking to someone the other day about it because we were talking about this specific thing, not necessarily in regards to losing your personal belongings, but because mm-hmm. of like health issues. Like, I've, oh yeah, I've had a couple health issues, and I'm not really supposed to drink anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and or like. And we were talking about because I really like scotch. So no more, so no more cake parties. No more cake parties. Oh, no more raves. Really sucks. Yeah, it's a real bummer. Yeah. No more beer pong. Um, <laughs> You're so good at it too. So excellent at yeah. beer pong. Um, that's sarcasm, by the way. Yeah. So like, but but because I'm such a scotch drinker, and we were talking about it and how kind of that's really hard 
for me because I'm not like I drank a lot of scotch. Yeah, but it's something you enjoy. Something I enjoyed and and something that you can. It is kind of like a collector thing because you, you know, buy the whatever rare vintage of. I buy really nice scotch that my husband has since gone to town with. Yeah. But also like as a female and Mm -hmm. as like a scotch drinker, that's sort of like something that I personally identify with and that I. You know, the fact that, like, I can't do it anymore, I have to do it really sparingly, Mm -hmm. that's sort of, you know, kind of a bummer. And it kind of hurts me, like, just, I think on a, you know, like, some sort of, like, different level. Mm -hmm. No, I'm not, I'm not really comparing this to losing all your belongings. Right, right, right. It is not as bad as me not being able to have a drink of alcohol. But it is (laughs) sort of just, I'm trying to say that, like, there are these certain things that you experience or you do or you have that are really identifying to you as a person and when you lose that or you don't have access to that I think that we we don't we don't really um anticipate how much that's gonna hurt Mm. okay interesting yeah right yeah now I want some scotch (laughs) sorry 21 and up kids yeah I mean well not only in the United States yeah only in the United States if you're different countries you could probably drink a lot sooner it's true so. so what are you knitting, Twee? Um, I'm, st- <laughs> that was like a very sudden segue. I know. I was just thinking, oh, I want scotch. Think think about knitting. Okay. Uh, I'm still knitting my Veronica cardigan. Nice. Oh, you posted a picture, didn't you? I posted a picture of my, um, uh, my, the non-podcast uh, Instagram, like my personal Instagram. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, it's still going. I, you know, I really wanted to finish this sweater quickly because it's like worsted weight but I mean it's oversized uh but I just haven't had a lot of time to knit in the Mm -hmm. last couple weeks and when I went home for labor day I didn't knit at all it's kind of hard when I'm with my family like we're just kind of like out and about a lot and you know yeah I didn't I literally didn't knit I don't think a single stitch so even though I brought three projects with me I didn't knit at all and that was kind of a bummer, um, but it was fine, you know, I was doing stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm just sort of, I've done, like, one front collar with the increases, and this is kind of knit from sort of sideways, so, like, side to side, mm-hmm. versus, like, top to bottom, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, there's a section now where you have to do 35 repeats of four, this pattern that's uh, it's a really simple pattern it's like three rows of knit and then a row of purl Mm -hmm. or something like that and so it's like a garter ridgy kind of thing but basically you do 35 repeats of it which is a lot Mm -hmm. and the rows are kind of long and so yeah I'm just been doing that it's just you know I pick it up when I can but I haven't made a lot of progress on it unfortunately and um it's by Shannon Cook in case you guys don't remember and it's just a big oversized cardigan that's got that cocoon shape. Yeah. So I think I do this for a long time, and then I decrease for the other side of the collar, and then I think I just sew two little seams on the side so I can just stick my hands through, basically. I think that's how it works. Cool. But I don't know how long this is going to take. I feel like it might take a while. I think I'm in maybe like second or third ball of yarn, and I think it'll probably at least take five or six. Wow. Um, I mean, that's not too bad for worsted weight. I feel like it yeah, takes it like fast. A, takes a... Oh. <laughs> Kimberly's alarm just went off. Pizza bites are ready. Oh, apparently Kimberly made pizza bites. And, yeah, that's in Patton's classic wool. This was just 
stuff I had in my stash that's just worsted. It's actually not that bad, especially after you block it. I think it softens up a lot. That's nice. Uh, some, some of my friends who have felt it told me it felt very, quote-unquote, rustic. <laughs> but it doesn't really to me. It's like, you know, it's well, a pretty... used to it, too. It's a pretty commercial yarn. Yeah. It's definitely not scratchy to me, I don't think. It I mean, it's, it's durable. It's not merino wool, obviously. Right. But, but you do that when Yeah, you it's like Cascade 220 if you ever use that. It's not... Uh, too bad, yeah. and it's uh, affordable, and uh, you can find it at Michael's, <laughs> if you are so inclined. I like Michael's. Yeah, I don't even know what I got this yarn for originally. I think I got it years ago. You must have gotten it for some sweater pattern, because you had enough of it. Right, no. It was you, definitely, you know, you don't buy a large quantity like No, that it was definitely for a sweater. It might have been something like the Central Park hoodie. Do you remember that sweater? Yeah, I do. It's like actually. a big cabled uh, hooded yeah. sweatshirt, or not sweatshirt, but a car- cabled cardigan. Yeah. I still actually really like that pattern. I might make it one day, but it, it took up a lot of yarn. It's worsted, and it's like a, a ton of cables. Yeah. I might make it one day. If I finish this one, <laughs> we'll move on to the next one. But yeah, I'm working on that. And uh, do you want to talk? Do you want me to keep going, or do you want to. Oh, no, you you want to switch? Keep going. That's okay. <laughs> uh, I also started a new hat. Ooh. As a reminder, we have a hat knit along happening right hat now. Hat knit along. Did you like my comment? I thought it was funny. Yeah. yeah. Kimberly commented on our Facebook page after I posted her. Um, our, She's like, you're not even qualified. <laughs> yeah, our knit along, uh, you know, picture. And she was just making fun saying that she started her hat too soon before the knit along even started and I told her that it doesn't even matter because she can't win any prizes and she was quite upset about it but uh rules are rules so I started a new hat and this is one of my it's gonna be a Christmas gift and it is called what is it called it's a free pattern it is called Jason's Cashmere Hat, and that's by Melissa Thompson, who runs Sweet Fiber. And this is a free pattern on, I think, her website. If you go to Ravelry, you can see the pattern, and then when you click the link, it just goes to, I think, a blog post. And basically, it's just a cabled hat. Very simple. It has a long brim, about four inches of ribbing. And then you start the cable pattern, and then you repeat it like four or five times. <laughs> Can you guys hear that squeaking? Sorry. Some blinds. And yeah, then you decrease. It's pretty simple. It's easy. I'm using yarn I bought last year um, for this purpose. This is actually a hat for my friend. I made a, her a hat last year as well. But she lost She it. lost it. So I made her she a hat. She lost that hat. I made her a hat the year before that. Her sister stole it. So then I made her another hat last year, and then she lost it. Um, and so I was going to make her another one right away sort of after that, but I just never got around to it since it was after Christmas and we were in L.A. again and it wasn't cold. So I just figured I'd wait. And then I just recently thought, oh, yeah, Christmas is actually coming up again. So I'm making this one for her. It's a different pattern than the one. I try to make... She's a pretty simple person, and um, so, I, I mean, I don't want to make anything too crazy, but in order for me not to be super bored, I usually make her, like, a cabled hat. Yeah. So, yeah, this is another cabled hat. I think that's nice. Yeah, I'm using, what am I using? Rowan Pure Will Worsted. Oh, Rowan. 
Rowan Pure Wool Worsted, which is just a worsted weight, you know, applied wool. And this color, ooh, it's called, oh, it's 161. It's called, I looked it up before, it's called looking like Lovat. Like a weird, it's a weird, I don't know what that means. Lovat? It's L-O-V-A-T. I don't know what that means. Mm. It makes me think it's of loquat, which is like a fruit, but a totally different thing. Mm -hmm. Anyway, this is a sort of heathered, I say teal shade. It's like a greenish blue, but um, heathered, so it has like grays and stuff like that in it. Um, yeah, I just think this was pretty unisex color. She's not super girly. And I think last year when I asked her what color she liked, she said, I think, purple, green, and blue. Mm -hmm. And... Yeah, pretty basic. I'm, I think I have like two more cable repeats to do and then the decreases, though I might start them sooner. I'm going to try it on after the next repeat and see how, um, how long it is. Mm -hmm. Because it looks like it's getting long to me, but it might just be because... I really ribbing. have a hard time with hats unless I put it on, try to put it on. Oh yeah, yeah, I did, I did kind of try to put it on, so we'll see. And I'm using, what am I using? US 5s for the ribbing and then a US 6 for the rest, which is pretty, I tend to like use small needles when I make hats and then sometimes I feel like they come out kind of dense. So I thought I'd try to just use a looser, not a looser, but a bigger needle this time. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, it doesn't look too loose. It's just, usually I like to make my hats kind of very iron proof and this is a little, more relaxed than I usually do it. Right. But, I mean, it looks fine. I think it'll... I think it's pretty. It'll probably bloom a little, too, when I block it. Yeah. Okay. Um, I have one more project, but what do you... Like, let's switch. Cause my, I've been talking a lot. Oh, okay. My throat hurts. Um, I need to do some water, okay? She needs, she needs some, some water. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see, what did I knit? I knit a... Um, let, me pull out, let me put my knitting down, and I will pull out my notes. Hold on. Okay. Okay, so I'm knitting two things, actually. Both are hats. The first one is um, the Sockhead Slouch Hat by Kelly McClure, which oh, I think yeah. you've done. I've made, yeah, one or two. Um, this, I'm using Sunshine Yarns Mad Hatter. Oh, I love Sunshine, so, sunshine Yarns. So we were on a Sunshine Yarn kick, like, years ago. Yeah. And there, she has a sock club as well that was a Harry Potter-themed Yeah, yeah, she, she's still going strong. She still puts out updates every week. Yeah, and she's got great yarn. Yeah. And I was going through my stash. The fingering way? Um, no, I... Because mm, the sock kit is, is written for fingering, but did you use a different way? No, I think I'm on DK weight. Sport, maybe? I don't think she has a DK. Then it's sport, yeah. Okay. It's definitely not fingering, because okay. I'm not going out of my mind. How about that? I mean, that's why it's called the sock head hat, because people are using sock yarn. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can't, no, I think it's like, it could even be worsted. Maybe, we have to check then. It's over, it's over there. Okay, let me check. I can check. Isn't that last cubby? I'll get there's it. There's one. I think oh, there's a, a different skein? There's a skein, but it's like in a ball. I've already wound it. Do you see it? No, that's your Noro. Wait, in this cubby? Yeah, I think it's in that cubby. Oh, here. Yeah, that's it. Okay, hang on. Let me bring um, it over, guys. So, I'm doing that. Um, How many stitches did you cast on then? Because for figuring what you cast on a lot, and I actually, I think she calls for 144, and I only do like 100. I think I did 136 That's, or 120. That seems like it's going to be big. 
Yeah, well, I measured my father-in-law's head, and he's got a massive head. Really? Yeah, so we measured all of my... My in-laws were in town last week. Yeah. And um, I measured their head. So mom has, like, a tiny head. She's at 21 inches. <laughs> um, my husband has a tiny head. He's okay. at 22 inches. I've got a big head. I'm at 23 inches. My father-in-law is 24 inches, um, which doesn't seem like it would be big, but he actually has said that he needed to get, like, a hat, like, actually, like, special orders for him. Because right. he doesn't well, have a big head. Okay. So... Um, Where is this hat? Oh, it's in the bedroom. Oh, okay. Okay, so this is Merino Sport Superwash, uh, which is 225 yards of 100% Merino wool, I'm assuming in a 100-gram skein. This is like one of our old labels, so it doesn't have weight. Mm -hmm. But I'm assuming it's probably 100 grams. I think so. So this is her sport weight. It's pretty. So I looked through my stash because I was like, hey, I need to make some hats. Hey. I'm kind of poor, so <laughs> I was like, I, I, so I was like, oh hey, I have this yarn that I haven't used yet that I think would be a really nice hat yarn. Yeah. That is sort of pretty, and this pattern is what I like about this pattern is I feel like it would look nice with a very, very highly variegated yarn. Mm -hmm. So I've started that. It is pretty. I'll show are you gonna there. do the really long brim then that he folds up? Yeah. Oh, you are. Okay. Are you gonna make it slouchy then? Yeah. Um, you are. Mm -hmm. Think you'd wear a slouchy hat? I don't know. Okay. Yeah. I think so. I mean, okay. he's on the golf course a lot, so. In the winter? Yeah. Oh, okay. I will golf, but if they can, all year round. So. I guess. Yeah, I don't know anything about golf. So. As much as they can. I can't. I mean, until the ground freezes, obviously, so. Um, so I'm making them that. I'm making that. Okay. And I'm also almost done with the little scallops hat by Maria... Carlander. Okay. These are two DK yarns. One of them is the leftover of the Anzula Cricket in Paradise, which is that pretty blue oh, that I use yeah. for the um, uh, color, color field, color field sh shawl. Yeah. For blue. Um, and then the other one is the DK of Lemonade yarn that is called the Hippo Disco. Okay. And this is like a gray speckled yarn. And there's pieces of blue in it that are really nice because it matches exactly the blue of the Anzula. Yeah. That's like gray with rainbow speckles? Yeah. Okay. Like purple, pink, It's kind of subtle though. It's very subtle. Um, so that, describe the way that hat looks if people haven't seen it. So that's really it's very cool. cute. I just... Yeah, it's got like a little ribbed edge and then it goes up, I've gone up about 11 rows and then I start this color work scallop pattern, mm -hmm. which is, looks like just like a fish. It's like blue peaks, rounded peaks, yeah. um, interspersed with the new gray second color yarn. Yeah. Um, so it looks like a little fish. It looks like fish to you? Yeah. It always looks like, scallops always look like fish to me. Oh, like scales you mean? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, and then the, uh, and then you continue on. In one the, color, In yeah. the second color. I'm really proud of myself. Yeah, how do you, how do you find the color work? I'm, I'm really wanting to do some color work, but. Uh-huh. It's just, I just have all these other things I'm doing. I think this is great because it's very easy color work. Yeah, and it's only probably like, what, four or five rows of color work? It's like literally like six rows of color work. Yeah. Wait, I'm going to count. Okay, yeah. One, two, three, four. Four rows of color work. Wow. Yeah, and so that's kind of just like enough to get you kind of in the confident and yeah. into it. But not enough for you to be frustrated. And also it's only two colors. Right. So I was able to just do it on my lunch break. So I went upstairs to the kitchen uh -huh. and I put both balls of yarn on the table. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. So I can yeah, weave them in and out. Yeah. yeah. 
And so that worked out really, really well. And I feel super, super confident now. I mean, it looks really cute. Now I kind of want to make one. Is that a really easy? Free pattern or a free pattern? pattern on that okay. And um, are the different sizes or just the one size we're making? There's actually two sizes. One is an infant size, like a oh, baby okay. size. And the other one is a child size. So I've actually, obviously, I've done an adult size. Right. Um... Because that looks like it might be too big for me. I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, this though. one's big. Um, and I did specifically because I'm doing... This one, I think, is from my brother-in-law, who also has a very large head. Um, oh. Yeah, so... I like how adventurous the men are in your family. My my, my dad's not too bad. My brother's, like, the most boringest, like, person. It's, like, black, brown, gray. <laughs> <laughs> I had met my father-in-law a purple hat with, yeah. like, cables, like, years ago. Yeah. And he says he wears it. He really likes it. So okay. I thought I could do a little more color with him. Yeah. The slouchy hat I might give to my mom. It kind of depends. She doesn't have, like, a massive head, but she has a lot of, like, fluffy hair. Your mom has a lot of hair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think she might like that. This one, I think, that is for my bro- my brother-in-law. Um, mm-hmm. I've just emailed my sister-in-law and was like, how big is your husband's head? You mean your sister? No, my sister-in-law. This is for Jamie. This isn't for Oh, Ryan. okay. Yeah. Sorry. I thought it was for your sister's husband. My sister, it's my for your sister-in-law's my sister-in-law. husband. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. So, um, we're going to see if his head is too small for this hat, then we'll see what I want to do with it. Maybe I'll give it to my father-in-law again. Anyway, yeah. so, I'm making lots of hats. Yeah. So, I'm doing those two, um, and then I want I wanted to say that I've done something else, but I haven't. I've just been basically making hats. Okay. You work on your blanket? No, not at all. Oh, that's... The other thing is that I wanted to do hats because I wanted to do something, like, really easy with the pattern, mm-hmm. really easy patterns. Because my in-laws were in town last week. Yeah. So I didn't want to, like, Oh, do you want to, I mean, it's kind of off topic, but do you want to tell them the brief story of your how your in-laws came to be visiting you? Well, my in-laws were visiting me because they have a house in Florida. Yeah, they're from the UK, and they live there most of the time. Yeah, and they have a, a house that they rent out for the rest of the year in Florida. It's, um, it's, it's a very nice house, but it's on the west side of the, uh, west side of Florida near the Gulf. Right. So my... In-laws just got there, and I think they didn't realize what was happening because they had just flown in Saturday, and they were getting prepared. Apparently, they didn't look at the news. <laughs> and they were like, oh, there's no water, there's no food, and they were like, oh, it's Labor Day, like, it's a big holiday, you know, holiday so they're not too worried, and then I guess, like, the night after, they realized, hey, there might be a hurricane coming. Anyway, the law, the short story now is that we freaked out because we definitely needed them to leave Florida. Yeah, but they <laughs> were they kind of... They were being like parents are and saying, oh, it'll be fine. We'll just hang out in the house. Yeah, it probably so won't be that bad. They were more like... Plus, they're from England. I don't think they're used to like hurricane yeah. warnings. They don't... You know what I mean? They're just... They. I think they were, they were hoping that the Irma was going to go up the East Coast because Matthew last year had done that. So they were not panicking because they were like, oh, that's just the way the hurricane works. And yeah, like, yeah, it looks like it's coming here first. Not so. all the time. Right. So... They, we finally got them tickets to fly out, and so they spent a week with us while Irma went basically almost right on top of their house. Yeah. Um, it diverted a little bit, so they luckily did not sustain a lot of damage, but um, yeah. at one point on Saturday, I think, it was supposed to literally, the eye was going to go right over their house. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. And, um, anyway, so they're back, 
and safe. And in Florida, fine. though. They're back in they Florida. They went back fine. to Florida, yeah. Yeah, and um, everything's good. But, yeah, so my in-laws were <laughs> in town for a week. Yeah. <laughs> Surprise! Surprise! It was great. Um, the Blueberry loved it. Yeah. Yeah, she's in love with Grandpa. They're fun. Um, they're a lot of fun. I just they're think it was funny nice that you people. had to sort of convince them to come visit. Yeah, I'm like, what's the problem? They were like, they like, wanted to stay where the hurricane, I don't know. Well, they just thought. You know, some people had to stay, like. Which is good for you, like not good for you guys, but like you know, glad you guys stayed safe and all that. But I don't know. I felt like if you had a choice, maybe if you had a choice, people did try to get out. And the yeah. other thing is that I was kind of like, this is a no-brainer because you can just come and stay with us and see the blueberry. Yeah, right? like, see your grandchild. Like this is great. Anyway, um, everything's fine now. So there yeah. you go. So I had my in-laws in town. So I didn't work on the baby blanket because I didn't want. To worry about, um, I don't want to say I would mess it up, but you know, like during that little funfetti row, it, yeah. there is like a little oh pattern. Yeah, there's like a yeah, and I do have to kind of pay attention to that, even though it's not a complicated pattern. I do need to count, and okay. I'm not confident that I would be able to do that. Okay. So you started all these hats instead. So I started all these hats instead. Okay. Hooray for me! Hooray for you! Yeah. Uh, you have one more thing you're working on? Yeah, it's, I'm just, like, not a huge thing, but I did take out my Finder Fade again. Oh, good. Just briefly. Oh, my I gosh. Sh- I was totally looking at our friend Althea's Finder Fade. Hi, Althea. Yeah, um, because um, I, the thing is, yeah, because so she didn't yeah. have room in her house to block it because she has uh, cats yeah. who like wool a yeah. lot. So she gave it to me to block. And when I was blocking it, I thought, oh, this is really nice. Really <laughs> I should finish mine or at least take it out because if I don't work on it ever, I will never get it done, yeah. right? And, I mean, there's not really much to say about that except, you know, I think I'm still on the fourth color. But mm-hmm. the fourth and fifth color, I think, are the largest color blocks. Yeah. So those will take a while. And, yeah, I haven't really done a ton. If you go to our show notes, you can see all the yarns I'm using, but... I won't talk about it too much because there's really not much to report. Right. But I did take it out and worked a couple rows on yeah. it. I always also don't want to forget what I'm doing on it, so yeah. I think it is good for me to work on it occasionally so that when I go back to it, I'm not. It's pretty easy, but, you know, if you don't knit something for, you know, a year or two or something and you come back, or even six months and you come back and just have no idea yeah. where you are, and then you either have to try to figure it out and maybe mess up or just start over, which sucks. So I took that out. Yeah, that's about it. That is it. That's it. That's it. Faux show. Faux show. I got a faux show. I don't have anything. I got a faux show, but I'm not going to show it to you yet. I'm going to okay. show it to you, but no pictures yet because okay. I'm not blocked. Okay. So I finished the Milanese Lace Topper Hat by Tanti M. E-H-M. Oh, yeah. That's the name of the the designer. designer. Yeah. And um, in Lemonade DK Goldfish yarn. Okay. If you remember, I bought like a few <laughs> goldfish. Lemonade. lemonade shop. Yeah. I bought a you couple bought the, goldfish. Yeah. But, but I was looking at the color and I was just like, I don't know, I wanted it to be a little bit more blue and a little less green. I really like goldfish. It is sort of more of a minty green. Yeah. Not it's a more blue. of a minty green. Yeah. Not blue. But so I, I, I gave away two of my three skeins, but I kept one because I really did like gold. Like, I think I, lo- I just yeah. love the idea of goldfish, right? And it is really nice. So I made this lace topper hat, and oh my gosh, it looks amazing. It yeah. looks amazing because You've it's very light. You've made this hat before, haven't you? Uh-uh. I've made this hat. Oh, maybe I have. Mm. 
I haven't made this hat before. Okay. Um, I really liked it. I liked it for a couple reasons. I thought the pattern was really easy. Yeah. Is it free? Um, it is free. Okay. Um, I liked that, and I really liked the yarn. Um, and the way that, because it was so lightly variegated, like, with just, like, the little hints of orange. I mean, it's mostly solid, and then it has, like, a little speckles rustic orange of, speckle. like, speckles of, yeah, rust, of rust color, right? Like a goldfish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why it's called goldfish. And it's really beautiful, and so this turned out really well, because the pattern itself is kind of, um... Yeah, there's lace, so you don't want lazy. something crazy. It's lacy, yeah, you want something that you can see the design, mm -hmm. but it's also almost like waves, like sideways waves. Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. So it looks, it's just perfect. So I'm really happy about that. I'm going to give it to my sister for Christmas. Oh, um, okay. And I have to block it. So I think it's going to be even more pretty after I block it, but I right. haven't blocked it yet. Right. So that's my FO. Awesome. Bam! Take that! Ba bam! 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 Is that to me? No, that's just to like the universe. The world? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> You're funny. Mm hmm. And I'm enjoying these pizza bites. I know. I'm really eating pizza. You want bites. one? Nah, I'm not okay right now. I eat a lot this I've morning. I've eaten like seven of them and I haven't offered to eat any. I'm just like. It's okay. I went so to hungry. a breakfast. She went to a very nice buffet. Mm -hmm. So I ate a lot. Mm -hmm. I'm okay. Um, do you have a lot of leftover yarn? I can't imagine I took that much yarn. It didn't. So I've got like half the skein left. So I was actually thinking about doing another one. Yeah. But like for me. Yeah, but I'm not sure. It's your yarn. It's your work. There. See, isn't that third cubby on the right? Oh yeah, that little ball. You mean the second cubby? No, the third. Look. Oh. Okay. The middle cubby, third from me, top. Yeah, yeah. On the front. Okay. So it's not that. I think I have enough for another hat. Yeah, you probably do. It's just a hat. It's pretty good. Plus it's lace. Mhm. Mm so that's good. Although I have to admit, remember this is the hat I started over again. I have to give you that yarn. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because I started with another yarn, and right. then stuff having issues. I was having issues, and I didn't like it, so I frogged it, and then I started with this yarn. This was totally the right yarn. So oh, good. This was awesome. I think I uh, hear a baby. I think I hear a baby. Okay. Uh-oh. Hang on, guys. We're going to pause for a second while we go get the baby. I hear a baby. Yeah. And we're back. And we're back. We're back. With a baby. With a baby. She's awake now. <laughs> She's smiling. She's oh. Are we back with you? Oh. Are you going to podcast with us? She's eating pizza bites. She's eating my pizza bites, and she's sitting on Aunt Twee's lap, and yeah. she's kicking her feet. She's very happy. Yeah. You happy, baby? I'd be happy, too, if I woke up from a nap and got pizza bites. Pizza bites! Yeah. I know. I don't blame her. Super yeah. happy. All right. Well, we just finished faux show. We finished faux show. I don't have any finished objects. Yeah. yeah. And um, next is cued. Is it? Isn't it cute? Yeah. Cute! I, I want to talk about cute for a minute. Sure. So I was noticing that for, and I want to see what everyone else does, but for cute, I have, okay, so I have all these knitting books at home. Yeah. I don't look through any of them. Okay. I don't look through any of them. I do look I go on them. Ravelry and I look for right. things like that. But you can look through patterns in your own library too if you add books to your library. So that when you do that search, it... You can only look through your library if you want. But do you add your uh, books to Ravelry? I do. Okay. I do. But if you want to be specific, you could search only your books. Yeah, I should know? do that. I mean, let's be honest. I should do that. Because then I was like... I never knit for my books either. Right. No, and I found all these nice hat patterns, and I thought... Oh, remember, like, Weekend these Hats? These are great hat patterns. Weekend Hats is a great book. Yeah. I was like, these are great <laughs> hat patterns. And then I was like, wait, wait. This isn't a book I have. So then I went yeah, and I looked through all my books for these hat patterns. Mm -hmm. And not that I didn't have any. I had some nice ones. Yeah. But most of all, 
like what I found by looking through all my books was that I really like some of these books. Yeah. And I haven't knit anything from them. Right. Like at all. I and like... I was kind of bummed and then it got me kind of depressed because I was like, what am I doing? I'm just buying ha- patterns yeah. online and not even using any of the patterns that I originally like, like from five years ago right. that I bought in hardback. Well, that's um, is that a thing? No, no. Anybody? I think that's a thing with a lot of people, too. Okay. Um, I do like to look through my books sort of for inspiration. Mm-hmm. I look when I'm bored or something. I like to sort of read my pattern books or my other sort of, you know, books. Not all of them are pattern books. Some of them are more, like, um, just informational, you know, on spinning or yarn yeah. or whatnot. But I do like to just look through the pattern books. But you're right. I don't knit a lot from them. Yeah. Which we should change. But this reminds me... Um, Jill from the Skein Enable podcast. Yeah. She is, she's done this for the last year or two. She has a knit along called FIFO, mm-hmm. first in, first out, which basically means to try to knit like really old stash yarn or oh, nice. like a real, like a, or an older pattern that you put like first in, like you put it in your queue a long time ago, mm-hmm. but like haven't knit it. Mm-hmm. So that might be good for you if you want to, like, you know... Yeah, that'd be really good. Sort of join that knit along and, like, pick, an like, an early pattern that you haven't knit. Yeah, because I just feel like I've, I've like, wasted... Daddy! Oh. Is oh. that Daddy? Because <laughs> I've Iron wasted... Iron Muffins Home. Iron Muffins Home. We, like... Daddy! Daddy! <laughs> she's in baby jail, though. We, uh, she's in, the yeah. gate. She's in baby jail, daddy. so she's just looking daddy. at Daddy at the from the front door. It's Daddy! Yeah, yeah, he's coming over here. Um, um, yeah, so I feel like not like it's wasted opportunity. No, but, but I think because of Ravelry, it's so easy to search Ravelry yeah. versus searching through all of your books and magazines. I have old. I got rid of a ton of magazines, <laughs> but I but I did keep a bunch that I like the patterns in them. But I probably unless I look through them, I'll never remember they're in there. Well, and I was looking through Knitting Nature. Right. I love knitting nature. I love That's knitting the nature. First Nora Gone book, I think. Yeah, I love knitting nature so much. And then I was looking out. I'm like, why haven't I knit? Any- I've not knit anything, anything from right. it. I found this beautiful like hexagon scarf. Oh yeah, I remember like, that right? one. And I was like, oh, I really want to knit that. And then I'm thinking, wait, I'm looking for hats. It just, it just made me kind of sad because I felt like I wasn't using all of the um, things that available to me. Yeah, you know? your re- all the resources you have. Yeah, no, yeah. I get it. I do that. I think that too because. You're right. Like, I do have a bunch of really great pattern books. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, this is sort of before digital. Even now, yeah. like, sometimes I'll buy a book and they don't, you know, it's not a, you know, it doesn't come with a digital thing. And I still definitely look through them. But when I want to knit something, I definitely go to Ravelry first. And usually that ends up being something I have either already bought sort of download yeah. or something new I'm going to buy as a download. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, maybe we should try to make a better effort. Maybe we should try to pick at least one pattern. and Like an older pattern. Like an older pattern. I mean, since we're doing the hat knit along, I might look through like, weekend hats or something and pick a hat from that one. Yeah, well, that's why the Milanese top lace topper topper was so good because yeah. it was an older pattern that I had queued Cute like a while ago. Mm-hmm. I had already printed it out. Like, yeah. It, so I was and like, I print oh, out patterns too. Good. Not all of them, but I do print out patterns. Yeah. That might be a good way to do it too is to sort of go through my binders. And <gasps> do you know what I did? Do you know what I did? No, what did you do? Do you know what I did? Oh. So I was like, <laughs> I was like on a kick a couple weeks ago. This was before my in-laws came. Hi, did you find your popper? This is a very loud toy. I'm hoping she doesn't bring it in here. Oh, yeah, sure. Just bring it in. That's great. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I went through. 
I went through all of my printed patterns. Oh yeah. And I organized them. Oh. Because I hadn't organized them before. They oh, were kind of by right. designer, but not by. Um, oh, mine's by category. Item. Yeah. Yeah. So like, now I did it by category, and I had tons. I printed out tons of um, duplicates. Yes. And I remember that you would always print out for some reason three copies. I always print out usually two or three copies because I always want one copy as like a copy that I know I have. Like a good copy. A good copy. And then a second copy, the one that I'm gonna knit with, I usually write on yeah, and write do on all the notes too. and stuff. So there's that. La, 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 la. Yeah, you got a booger on your face, baby. You got a booger face? Booger face. It's funny. Um, so I have these, um, all these patterns, and then I threw out a bunch of duplicates because I also know that there were some updates to some of them. Yeah. And I was like, oh, well, this is, like, big updates, and I just thought, bye-bye. You yeah. leaving? Bye-bye. Usually when there's updates, you're right. If I printed it out, I try to print out the new update so that, and when I put the date on it. Oh, you do? That's well, really smart. sometimes, yeah, there's updates, and I can't remember if I printed it yet, and I don't want to work from the one that, you know, might have a typo or a mistake in it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I do forget to do that, too. You know, before I start any pattern, like, book or Ravelry, I need to remember to check to see if there's been any updates update. or if there's, like, errata in books, like, they'll print it, like, online. Yeah. I forget that, you know, that happens. That happens. But I don't always check, and then I'm like, why doesn't this work? And then the second you check, you realize, oh, like, they printed a, you know, an errata page, yeah. and there's a mistake in well, it. Well, I feel really good because I went through everything, and I don't know how everyone else categorizes it, but I did categorize it by item. Yeah. Like, kind of item. And, yeah, it was, like, amazing, because then I found, like, some hat patterns I hadn't remembered I had, and I found, found all this wonderful <laughs> stuff. What is it? What is it? We're talking about hats. <laughs> you need a hat because you got no hair. Yeah. So, that was really, really How exciting How long did that take you? I don't know. I have a lot of It took hats. me about two have, days. I think you have less than me. Yeah, it took me two days. But this is, like, a very rough two days because I had, it was work weekday, so I was working, and also the blueberry was, you know, awake. Yeah, you so weren't I could doing only it do it when, You yeah. weren't doing it, like, just, like, I could only do it when she was asleep. Right. So, but yeah, I mean, it was really, really helpful, and now I feel like oh. I also have a better grasp on what I actually have. Yeah. That's interesting. I think someone asked us a long time ago, which we never really got into, and in we have an Ask Me sort of thread in uh, the Ravelry group, and I think at one point someone did ask us to maybe talk about how we organized our patterns. patterns. Yeah, well now we know Kimberly did really organize them before. No, it was like the Wild West. Yeah. I was just like, print, stick in a file, print, stick in a file. Do you have, um, are your files like, um... They're accordion files. Oh, okay. Okay. Because I, I do the thing where you um, print, and then I put it in a plastic sleeve, and then put it in a binder. Yes. That's I, what I do. I've thought about doing that, but I'm too... I like, I, I like the plastic sleeves, like, annoy me. So oh, I really? just put them. Yeah, I just put them in the accordion, so that way I can just whip it out. And I can, like... Well, because the accordion, you can put it in a drawer, right? I don't have, like, drawers. Or do you just have a... I just have it in the library. They're just in a cubby. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're just because out. I have a lot of binders. Yeah, I think <laughs> like you have more binders. You have more patterns than me. Right. Like, if I was getting into that many patterns, I'd probably want a different yeah. way of organizing them, too. Okay. Are you standing on your yeah. books? Yeah, and I don't print necessarily... These days, I really don't print everything until maybe you I'm need going it. to use yeah. it, because I found that, yeah, I printed out a bunch and then didn't knit with them, and then occasionally I'll go through my binders and think... Yeah. I'll print out... A, I used to print out a lot of free patterns, mm-hmm. and... Now, I mean, I still do sometimes if I think I'm going to knit from it, but, I mean, usually just only until right before I knit, knit from it, and 
Yeah, because then I would find patterns that I wasn't that into anymore. Yeah, yeah. So why did I print this? You know what I mean? And I know it's sort of a waste of paper. I try not to print a lot at work anymore, but for patterns, like, I, I'm not very good at um, working from them digitally. I don't like it. Yeah. Um, I don't really have a program that lets me edit PDFs easily. And no, I, also, I like writing it down. Yeah, and, and I also don't just, like, just... I don't like having to look at a screen, you yeah. know, because it's not always on. It's like I have to turn it on and then see it. Like, I just like having a piece of paper. Yeah, exactly. So. Do you want to knit? She'll probably learn how to knit. I mean, because she sees me do it. Let me rephrase that. Sometimes she sees me do it. I actually knit when she's asleep. Okay. You because, should. Um, but I, I should know, knit in front of her. I know you listen just... to the Knit More Girls, right? Yeah. Because Jasmine's always talking about... Not always, but, you know, she definitely does it all the time while her kids are around, and it kind of just gets them used to it, and, like, she's talked before about sort of how to sort of, like, let your kids be involved, but also, you know, like, and sort of get them on that path if they're interested, you know? Because I think, um, sorry, she's, like, eating. I, I think for, like, it's easy to just be like, oh, let's just hide it from them so that they don't. Like, so I don't have to worry about, you know, with them and, like, they don't mess it up, quote-unquote. But then, I don't know, that kind of sucks because then they're not going to see it and they're not going to want to do it. Oh, bye-bye. You know? Yeah. Especially if it's a big part of your life. Yeah, I don't mean... No, no, I know what you mean. It's just more convenient maybe not to have to deal with, like, well, kids It's, it's more of a distressing yard. activity. Yeah. Oh, bye-bye. Bye. It's, it's more of a distressing activity uh, for me, so usually I am doing it at night. But, yeah, if I can find something, I actually just... um. I was looking at this um, baby blanket, another baby blanket, this baby blanket that's um, really nice that uh, is very easy, like mm -hmm. the pattern's super easy that I can like, it's like zen knitting, you don't have to think about it, so I might do that in front of her because, you want Antwi to follow you? Go no. find daddy. No? Um, anyway, so that's just something I wanted to talk about really briefly about, because oh, when yeah. I was looking through all my patterns, I was thinking, oh, yeah, this is kind of sad, yeah. I bought all these really nice books, yeah. and yet... I mean, yeah, if if it's helpful to you, which I think it is for me, is just make sure you put all of your physical books in your Ravelry library. Yeah. And then when you search, you can, like, um, you know, like, you, on the left side, you can, like, uh, filter, you know, free patterns only, Ravelry downloads, like, you know, yeah. knitting, crochet, but you could select um, in my library. Yeah. So it will only pull up things that you've entered into your Ravelry library or have downloaded on Ravelry. Right. That way you won't find a new shiny pattern because it's not in your library. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. no, it's true. Yeah. It's a good idea. Yeah. Um, did you, I mean, so, okay, so did you cue anything or no? Um, I cued, well, I cued something that was on Ravelry. Well, yeah. <laughs> I didn't cue anything in my book. Yeah. I cued color, um, oh, dear, what's it called? Um, I don't know. I just had it. It's, the, it's Melanie Berg. Oh, is it her new one? True Colors. Oh, my God, it's so pretty. Oh, my gosh, it's so pretty. It's so pretty. It's so bright. It's I in the hot it. right now. It's, it's super beautiful. So I'm going to... Oh, hi. Is that from... What's that? Oh, yes. Those are... I was going to show you those later. Are these for Are these for you? No. They're, they're too for, small they're for, for you. They're for us. They're for us. Yeah. Thank you. You can play with that. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so I cued that, and it's beautiful. It's this, it's this shawl that's... Um, it's, it's rectangular. It's rectangular. Oh, is it rectangular or is it triangular? I'm not sure. Is it like an asymmetrical triangle? Look at the I think it's picture. triangular. Okay. I think it's triangular. And it has like one main color, which is, and 
which is woven in like little tiny thin strips and then there's thicker strips of different colors strips like sections yeah that um are lace pattern it's, it's like, like it's like a gradient it's like a gradient but it's also like almost like a i want to say it's a chevron like it's a wave well that's just the like pattern the pattern yeah, yeah. Is it, can you look yeah, at look. it again it's yeah, so pretty i can't even describe just look it up it True kind colors. of looks like a fe- it, it's not a feather and fan but it does have that sort of yeah like wavy pattern yeah and I mean, the colors are stunning because it's a gradient. Yeah. And, yeah, I totally saw this, too. I was oh thinking, what can I make this? Do I have enough I... mini skeins or whatnot? I was thinking that, too, because I was like, I wonder if I need to buy any or if I could use some of my stash. I mean, it would be nice to use stash. I mean, I don't want to have to buy a kit. Yeah. Well, this this very nice girl, Annie, who um, is our friend, she was I was showing her a picture of the under my under my rainbow mm-hmm. baby blanket, and she commented. She's like, "That's a great way to use stash yarn." And You're I was like, like no, "No, I bought it. I bought it. Yeah. Like, I bought the kit. Like, same thing yeah. with find like the fade. Yeah. Find your fade. I'm like, no, I bought the yarn for that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, all these wonderful ideas to use your stash yarn, and I'm just plowing over them. Just well, like whatever. I mean, you don't have as big of a stash as I do, anyway. Yeah. But it's really, yeah, it's. Stunning. It's stunning. I feel like we should make this, but I don't know when we're gonna find the yarn. We'd I have, have to, to. We'd have to like make a yeah effort to, to dig around. Yeah, yeah. It's really pretty though, you guys. It's new. It's beautiful. It just came out this week. Um, so that's what I queued. Oh, good. Hello. I almost put that on my queued list. Did you? Yeah. Well, this is a purse. Here. Yeah. We're not gonna open that. We're not gonna open that. <laughs> um, <laughs> What about you? Did, what did you yeah, do? Yeah, I only queued, I mean, I'm always talking Ramory, but I queued only one thing. She is upset about something. Because she wants sure. you to, she wants me to open these, but these are not I mean, for her. Choking hazard. Yeah. Not for children under three. Sorry, buddy. That's you, kid. That's you. I know. It's awful. Do you want, why don't I get you something else, okay? Do you want another pizza bite? sorry what else did you keep um i queued the pumpkin spice latte mitts by skein dare uh she has a video podcast her name is ellie Mm -hmm. she i also follow her on instagram that's how i first uh knew of her she's um awesome she is a norwegian knitter living in london oh nice but because she's Norwegian, like, the knitting traditions there are focused a lot on stranded color work and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. So she's always making these amazing, like, stranded sweaters and mittens and socks, like, you know, color work socks. Oh. Yeah, every, it's like, I think that's one of the reasons why I really want to start doing color work is because I've been watching her podcast. Yeah. Um, and, like, sort of back episodes. Yeah. But she just released uh, a new pattern called the pumpkin spice latte mitts and they're just really cool they're color work and it's uh orange and white you know it's pumpkin spice latte season i actually i like pumpkin spice latte but it's not my favorite i actually like the gingerbread latte more do you like pumpkin spice no at all not really okay not really i like i like pumpkin i like pumpkin pie i like like pumpkin pie pumpkin pumpkin spice lattes kind of gross me out they don't gross me out i just don't prefer them 
But I mean, these mittens are really fun, and you can, I think, change up. It says P.S. on it for pumpkin spice. She has opinions about pumpkin spice. Yeah, but you can change it to, you know, not have the P.S. or just, basically, so there's two mittens, and there's like a, like a, you know, sort of a coffee cup on each one, and little, like, steam coming from each one in color work, Mm -hmm. and they're made, you can do it in the same colors, but the pattern is made so that they're the reverse. So yeah. one mitten is like white with you know orange patterning and then the other mitten is orange with white patterning. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like an alternate, you know, you can make them the same like colors. Yeah. Um, but it's fun that she does sort of alternating. And yeah, they just look really uh-huh. cute. She also has a uh, Selbu Mitten Club right now. Okay. You can buy a whole set and then each month for a few months she'll send you a new mitten pattern. And Selbu Mittens, I think, are sort of the traditional colorwork mittens of Norway. That's awesome. So I really, I kind of want to do that too. But I just don't know when and I don't know if I have the right yarn. Right. But uh, it's in my mind. Even though I don't need mittens in L.A., <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> mittens would be ridiculous. But I kind of want to make them. I could make them into fingerless mitts if I, I need to. Him. I always want to make them. Hang on. Did you used to wear them in the East Coast or on yeah. the East Coast? Yeah. Yeah? Absolutely. Hey. What do we talk about for on a chair? You got to sit on your butt. There Thank you go. Thank you. Thank you very much. That's all I cute, though. Uh, let's talk about retail therapy. Retail therapy. Both of us had some retail therapy. I just want to say mine's your fault. Uh, okay. Mine's okay. your fault. So we I will went, take the blame on this this one. We went to a sale. A local yarn store. At a local sale. yarn store. Yeah. And I was like, no, Twee, I can't go. And I don't need to buy any yarn. And you're like, but it's right there near your work. I said, well, are you going to go? She's like, yeah. <laughs> I know. You know how the story turns out. Right. So, of course, we went. Yeah, we met at lunch. We met at, at lunch. We went at lunch. Ooh. Yeah, they're having an... Is it an anniversary? Or just a summer an sale? Anver- it, yeah. I think this is a summer sale, She maybe. says it only happens, like, twice. They only have big sales, like, this yeah, twice a year. Yeah, they don't have big sales, usually. Yeah. So, um, we went, and I got... Uh-oh, watch out. Pizza bite on your pizza white bite. chair. And we got two... I got two skeins. Yeah, so the sale was pretty good. Some There's a couple things that were 50% off. Most of the things were maybe Daddy. like 20 or 30% okay. off. And then there are a couple of tables of like $7 yarn, $5 yarn, I think $3 yarn. So yeah, they had like a nice sale. And I got two um, of the oh. same kind of yarn, right. which is Mrs. Crosby um, Loves to Play. They're both carpet bag, which is 80% superwash and 20% silk. Okay. They're 240 yards and. Whoa, oh, baby. Careful. I think this might be. Careful. You okay? A DK weight ish. Yeah. DK or sport? I think it's a DK. Okay. Are you okay? Sorry, yeah. she stepped on her. Yeah. He stepped on your plate and you slipped. slipped. Yeah. Did you slip? You're all right. Yeah. Um, and I got two of them. One of them is in the color African Gray, which is this beautiful cream. Um, but it has, like, hints of purple It kind of looks like violet. Like opal, if you've seen an opal. It's really nice. I feel like it's got that kind of quality where it's, like, sort of a white, quote-unquote, but then it has sort of other shades in it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it does have hints of purple and gray in it. And then I got this other one, which is called Smoky Granite. Yeah. And that's purple with hints of brown? Yeah, it's like like a dusty purple, kind of brownish, maybe 
Maybe gray, too? Yeah. You know? It's very muted, but it's really pretty. It's very classy. It's gorgeous. So, oh, oh she's found yeah, your yarn. She has found my yarn. Did you find your tweed yarn? She did. Don't, don't get your don't, pizza bites all over pizza it. pizza bites in my bag. <laughs> that's how you bought, right? Yeah, that's it. Okay. Uh, I also went to the sale. I was pretty good. I, I did buy a sweater quantity of yarn, but... Uh, I've almost bought two sweater quantities, but I only bought one. You were good. Yeah, I bought some Imperial Stock Ranch. The that yarn, uh, the whole their whole line was fifty percent off, and so I bought a sweater quantity of their worsted base, which is called Erin, and I bought that because it's the same yarn that is called for in the Staghead Pullover by Nora Gon. Mm-hmm. That was in, I think. Um, yeah. Fauna, or no, not Fauna, Making Magazine, number two. Okay. Which I have that magazine, and I bought it really specifically for this pullover. I talked about it before, but it's a, a pullover, sort of an A-line shape, but in classic Nuragon style, there's a lot of cables, and the cables on the front of the sweater form a stag head, and it's just really cool looking. And it calls for this yarn, and... Figured since it was 50% off, I would buy uh, enough to make it. I actually bought an extra skein, too, since it's cables. Mm-hmm. I wanted to make sure I had enough. And I bought it in the colorway uh, called Rain, which I think is also the color in the pattern. I don't always do that, but I liked this color. It's sort of a pale gray-blue. I don't know. It's called, I don't know if it's blue or gray. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember... It's just kind of that weird in-between sort of shade. Yeah. I think depending on the light, it could probably look either more blue or more gray. So that's all I bought there. But then I went to the Indie Dyer Fair. Yeah, man. Yeah. The Indie Dyer Fair happened maybe a week ago, and I didn't go last year. It's a little event that a local yarn store in Long Beach uh, has been putting on for the last couple of years. And that's Alamitos Bay Yarn Company down in Alamitos Bay slash Long Beach. And they basically get together a bunch of sort of local indie dyers and just have, like, a a fair. Um, And it was really awesome. There were probably at least 10 to 12 vendors, some I had never seen before, like, never seen in person. Mm -hmm. And so it was really fun, and I bought way too much yarn. I was with a friend, and... uh, Friends don't let friends. No, never no, mind. Yeah, exactly, mind. exactly. So the first person we saw who we were really excited about was Long Dog Yarn. Thank you. I've heard really great things about uh, Brandy's yarn before, but have never had a chance That's to buy beautiful. it. That's beautiful. Isn't it beautiful? Yeah. I had a really hard time picking. Uh, she, you would love her yarn. She's very much in our aesthetic where it's kind of like these sort of fun colors but sort of tonal, with, but then with lots of, like, fun speckles. Mm-hmm. So I decided to do something a little different. I bought two skeins of DK weight. Bye-bye. This is her Everyday DK, which is 100% Superwash Pullworth. And it's okay. 255 yards in a 100-gram skein. You're okay. Oh, she just tripped. She didn't hurt herself. She's okay. Yeah. You're all right. I know. That was shocking, right? That's okay. <laughs> You're okay, go find daddy or come over here. No. Uh, I love uh, that color. Yeah, it, so the color I got is called Casata, C-A-S-S-A-T-A. I wonder what that means. I don't know, I should look that up. And it's... It means I mean, pretty darn beautiful. Yeah, and it's in sort of one of my favorite uh, colors of the moment, which is sort of a 
minty green blue pastel and but it also has these amazing speckles of a mustard green a hot pink uh purple there's some teal there's a little bit of green in there it's just really really fun and i think this is going to be a really fun yarn to knit with i will probably i don't know i was thinking of maybe a cowl or i would love to do i really want to do brioche and i haven't started my eyeball shawl yet but it's waiting in the wings but i also think it would be really fun to make a shawl in brioche but maybe not fingering weight just because i don't know that might be a lot to tackle but uh like a dk weight brioche shawl i don't know if there's a lot of those out there but if you guys can think of any let me know i'd be interested um yeah i mean i would use these two with like another color like a contrast color but yeah really beautiful uh i would definitely recommend checking out long dog yarn and getting some if you can they're amazing yeah i want to see you can see yeah you can I, pet them oh that's so okay. all right then i also bought a skein of yarn from inner yarn zen and i have some of her yarn uh you know i've bought it before and she always like has really fun stuff and I picked up this game called Wonder Woman. Nice. She made this That's in, perfect. Yeah, she made this in a collaboration, actually, with Slipstitch Studios. Mm -hmm. They had a little kit with a bag they made. Oh, I remember seeing that. Yeah. yeah. But, um... This was just the yarn. Like, she had, like, leftover skeins or something. She yeah. made some for herself. And they were all sort of different just because of the dyeing process. So I, like, you know, took several of them out and looked at them to pick the one that I liked best. And this is on her Simply Sock base, which is a 75-25 merino nylon blend. And it's basically a variegated, it's like golds and yellows and sort of a deep royal blue for Wonder Woman with a really beautiful sort of pinkish red and, you know, spots of cream and some speckles. Beautiful. It's just really fun. I mean, I was really into the Wonder Woman movie. And I've been kind of wanting a skein of Wonder Woman yarn. I thought this was fun. So there's that one. And then I also got two skeins of yarn from Laser Sheep Yarns. I've also bought yarn from her before. I think she lives down somewhere near San Diego. And I was looking for some yarn to go with my... Um, I bought some yarn to make my eyeball shawl. Yeah. Because I want, like, sort of a reddish eyeball. And... But I needed a yarn to be the whites of the eyes. Yeah. And she had this really cool yarn. It's called, what is it called? It's called Jason Voorsheep. Uh -huh. And it comes with a little pin where she draws these little sheep sort of in the na the, the theme of the character. So it's a sheep with the Jason Voorhees mask. And it is a really fun color. It is, I would say, sort of a creamy yellow base with speckles of red and black yeah yeah and it's fun. so laser laser sock base which is again 7525 merino nylon and i think this will make nice sort of like bloodshot eyes yeah my eyeball shawl so i was excited to find this and then i also bought a skein of yarn from forbidden Wolverine. i love her she's actually local to me she lives in burbank oh that's awesome yeah but she's actually going to be, oh, yeah, she's in Burbank. And I think she's at the San Diego Yarn Crawl this weekend. Mm. If only. Mm. She has a new Harry Potter yarn. She's all kinds of stuff. Uh, but I bought this yarn. Uh, she just came out with some yarns 
based on iZombie, mm-hmm. which I really like. I just finished season three, which I think is on my list for talking about later. And this is for Gluttony Sock Base, which is an 80-20 merino nylon blend. And it's called Blue Brains. Huh. It's sort of, it's variegated with sort of, you don't like these colors, like icy blues and uh, aquas, mm-hmm. basically. Do you watch, do you watch iZombie? No, I want to, but, okay. you know. Blue Brains is uh, something from season three. Right, right. Yeah. <clears throat> it was kind of hard to choose because I liked them all, but I just thought this one was fun. And if that wasn't enough, after the Indie Yarn Fair, hi, <coughs> we uh, kind of decided to go find the yarn of our truck. Yeah. Because we heard it was also going to be sort of in the area, and she has this month, or they have this month, um, an indie designer showcase, which they usually do, but it's Candy's Gain, yeah. who I also really like her yarn, and I haven't seen them in person in a while. And so we went to a yarn store called Concepts in Yarn, which is in Torrance, where the yarn over truck was going to be parked in front of their store. And we met our friend there, who she lives in Torrance, which is cool. And I was very good. I actually didn't buy anything in the yarn over truck. Uh, The candy skin colors were all really pretty, but I felt like I had similar colors at home. Because I tend to buy a lot of, you know, the same sort of shades. Yeah, gravitate towards Yeah, and... So I wasn't too hard for me to resist. Um, I think if she'd had sort of her full array of colorways, it would have been a lot harder because I do really like uh, her yarn. It's just that the selection they had, like I didn't feel like I had to buy any of them. But then we went to the store, which I'd never been into, and I think it's changed ownership kind of recently. And um, yeah, it was nice. They do a lot of needlework. Um, they do. Ha- they have some yarn, but I would say it's half and half yarn, half yarn, half needlework. And they didn't have any yarns that were really, I guess, my style of yarn. I mean, they had some. It wasn't like it wasn't bad yarn or anything. It's just not yarn that I would usually knit with. But uh, they did have a sale section, and in it, I found one lone skein of Malabrigo. Uh, Rios, which is their, uh, you know, superwash merino, their plied yarn. Um, I'm a big fan of Malabrigo and of Rios in general, and it was just so sad. This one's cane, I decided to buy it, and it was 35% off. So the colorway is called Mart, M-A-R-T-E, and it is this really cool, uh, variegated mix of sort of dark, rusty browns and deep purples and teals. The overall look is pretty kind of dark, but I like it. I thought it would uh, make a good contrast color for a shawl or just like a really cool hat. And I just didn't want to leave it by itself, this poor little skein, all on this lonesome. But that's uh, that's the yarn I bought. It's a lot of yarn. It's a lot of yarn. It's a lot of yarn. Some good yarn. Some good yarn. I'm trying to steal some of that yarn. <laughs> I mean, it's really nice yarn. Yeah. I think, um, do we have anything else for knitting talk? I don't have anything else for no? knitting talk. No? Okay. Uh, just 
Remember, we were doing the Harvest Hat Along with Kill the Crafts, Come Knit a Hat. Um, oh, you know what? I did want to say uh, something about... I'm gathering some prize stuff together, but I mentioned it last episode, but we are getting a skein of yarn donated as a prize nice. from Leon, Leon Alexander Yarns, and he's really cool. Um, we are, I think he's donating a, a skein of worsted yarn. Awesome. You'll probably, I'm not exactly sure, I'm not sure if he's going to pick or if you're going to be able to pick what colorway you want, but no doubt it's going to be awesome. Uh, because he does really, really amazing stuff. And if you look on uh, his Instagram right now, it's called Leon Alexander Yarns. Uh, he's been posting about ooh, some of the... You're okay. You're okay. <laughs> You're okay, baby. It's okay. That was just a roll. You're yeah. Okay. Um, he's going to be... Yeah. Uh, what am I saying? He's posting some of his um, Halloween colorways, which look really... Uh, really cool and he does a lot of trunk shows like closer <laughs> to where he lives sorry the baby's doing something crazy <laughs> can't believe to keep an eye on her uh closer to where he lives so um but he said he might come out to california at some point because he has family out here um just to visit but also to maybe do some trunk shows uh, i think that would be really really cool if that happened. Uh, Leon, if you're listening, come to California, Southern California specifically, because we're cool down here. And um, just a little bit about uh, Leon Alexander Yarns. They're from Oklahoma City, and their website is www.leonalexanderyarns.com. I highly recommend following Leon on Instagram so you can see all the yarn porn, but also visiting the website. Uh, there's lots of good stuff on there. I've actually been meeting. I have a couple of skeins from when uh, he was on Etsy, um, but I've been meaning to take a look at the website and maybe order some new yarn from there as well. Um, I might check it out because the Halloween yarns look really cool and I love Halloween, so you never know. I might have more retail therapy in the near future. But that's um, all I have. Thanks, Leon, for donating. And yeah, check out the thread on Twisted Stitches and on Kill to Craft uh, to enter, you know, your hats. Yeah, awesome. yeah. yeah. So, okay, non-knitting. Kimberly, yeah. what have you been reading? Um, ooh, I read this really good book by, um, I should preface first, I'm friends with the author. Okay. It's called Worthy. It's by Donna Cooner. It's a YA book. It's a contemporary YA book. Um, it's about a girl who goes to a high school where there's a new app where the app um, singles out couples, and you have to choose, the, the entire student body chooses whether or not she is worthy of him. And it's and always she is worthy of him. It's always she is worthy of him. Who made this app? Uh, well, that's... You, I can't tell you. Oh. So um, it's really, really interesting because um, I think Donna does a really good job of sort of addressing some of these double standard, um, double standards that society has towards women uh -huh. um, and also how social media kind of plays into 
being dangerous now and mm -hmm. um you know everyone having a voice on things that and opinions about things maybe <laughs> they shouldn't have a voices yeah. opinions on. um it's really really good this is her third book um okay this is her third book and it's just uh i wasn't sure what to what i was going to expect from it because no, i've never read no, no. i've never read one of her books before um mm -hmm. we had met um a couple year, um, a couple years ago, and she is a lovely, lovely woman. Uh, she's actually lives in Colorado, but she's um, she's from Texas actually. So she's, I think she's um, gone back to Texas to try to help some family members mm -hmm. with um, with Hardy. Her, but yeah. she's a wonderful person and a really good writer, and I really, really liked Worthy. I think it's especially very poignant for anyone who might have a teenage girl, mm -hmm. um, or who you know, kind of knows a teenage girl or someone who wants, you know, to recommend a book to a teenage girl. Her first book, Skinny, was also, I did not read it, but it was really well uh, critically uh, critically acclaimed because of the issues that Skinny brought up as, um, as well. So I really, really liked it. It's a short book. It's only it's less than 300 pages, I think. No, well, um, what happens when people vote? Then does that mean yeah. like they tally? Well, it depends. Like they tally, and you you have to read it. You okay. they tally, and then okay. certain things happen to certain couples. So okay. there you go. But yeah, I read that. That was really good. Okay. That kind of got me out of my book slump. I was in oh, a little bit. Yeah, of I'm kind of in so. the middle-ish of a book slump, but you know. Did you do anything else? Nope. What? That's it. Okay. Nothing I finished. How about okay. That? Uh, I finished The Secret Heart of a Note by Stacey Lee. That's also a young adult title. And it's about a young woman who, and her mother. Uh, she lives in San Francisco. And she is... Uh, I'm, I'm pronouncing this wrong, I'm sure. She's what she call, they, they call an aromateur. Which basically means that sort of through her genetic line, her like I think the female line, like she and her mom have this amazing sense of smell, oh, right. but they use that, it's like, she's been trained all her life to sort of take her mom's, uh, to sort of fill her mom's shoes one day. They basically make sort of love potions. The way they can smell things, um, each person has a personal scent, and they come to, people will come to them and ask them, you know, to help them with love, and it's not like you have to fall in love with someone, but it's more like if you make the right potion, that it'll open the other person up to the possibility of love. And, I mean, it often results in people falling in love, though. You know what I mean? And it's sort of like this girl struggle to sort of go on this path and be what her mom wants. And she wants to do it, too, but also she's convinced her mom to let her go to high school eventually uh, because... Uh, before that, she didn't get to go to high school. Her mom would be like, why do you need to go to high school? You're not going to need that stuff. Like, you just need to study with me. But she, you know, told her mom it would be good for her to, like, you know, sort of socialize with other kids. So she's starting high school, but it's just sort of that balance of her being in high school, but also her responsibilities to her, like, what she's doing with her mom. And there's this, also this myth in her family line that if you fall in love yourself, like, you'll lose your sense of smell. So there's always this fear, like, her mom puts in her of, like, that she'll lose her sense of smell and not be able to become what, you know, she's meant to be. And so that's, yeah. It was really good. It was really, really good. I liked it a lot. And, and then, <laughs> hey, baby. I finished a historical romance oh, nice. called The Duchess Deal by Tessa Dare. 
Uh, she's one of my favorite um, romance authors, and this is a pretty new book. I think it came out in the last month. And it's the first in a new series by her. It's the Girls Meet Duke series, and this is the first book. And it's basically a marriage of convenience type story. Um, there is a duke, and he's been sort of really disfigured uh, because of a freak accident during the war. And so no one, like people are kind of afraid of him, and he's very surly because of it, you know? And he had an engagement broken off, and he really wants a wife because he needs an heir. He doesn't yeah. want his, you know, stuff to go to some random cousin. And he meets um, this woman, and, oh my gosh, I can't remember her name right now, but uh, she comes to his house demanding payment for his ex fiance's wedding dress that she had to make. She's a seamstress. And he kind of just was like, well, she seems desperate, and she's actually from a good family, but she ended up having to work for sort of a, you know, a reason that he's not sure, but, like, you know, she's, like, you know, got a good pedigree, and so he suggests that they get married. And she thinks he's crazy, you know, because they're sort of from different classes, but in the end she agrees because she kind of needs the money, you know, like she's like just kind of living paycheck to paycheck and I mean, you know, and of course they end up eventually falling in love. It's really good. I, I mean, I like Tessa Dare and, you know, Surly Dukes, so it's really cute. Oh, hey baby. She's running in and out. And then the last book I read is The Sumage Solution by Gail Carriger. We've talked about Gail before and this is a new series that she's doing called the San Andreas Shifters, and it's more, most of her books are, I would say, like, you know, steampunk historical, and they maybe have a little bit of romance, mm -hmm. like, these are much more, like, in the romance section, mm -hmm. and... Is this a new series? A new series. Yeah. And it's weirdly set in the same universe as the Parasol Protectorate, but mm -hmm. that universe is set sort of in the Victorian, like, England, and this is set current day, and... Yeah. So, I mean, I liked it. It's about um, a sumage, which it's hard to explain. He's like a mage, but he doesn't he doesn't have any powers uh, because they think there's some kind of a weird genetic thing that he didn't manifest his powers or something. So he has this other, like, power where he can basically absorb other people's sort of energy. If they're like, you know, like say they throw a weird fireball or energy bolt at him, he can absorb it. It's just weird. It's hard to explain. Anyway, and then he works basically in this bureaucratic office of supernatural creatures, sort of an office job, and then a new werewolf shifter pack moves into their area, and they need to register with this, you know, bureaucratic agency. And then the beta of that pack meets this guy. So it's, it's I mean, so it's two guys, and, sorry. Emma's being really distracting right now. And they meet, and they sort of start, like, a romance. So uh -huh. it's like a guy-guy romance. If that's not your thing, that's cool. But um, it's really cute. The only thing I would have to sort of criticize is that, I mean, I love Gail Carriger's writing. It's really funny, and the romance I thought was really cute. But she throws a lot of sort of new terminology at yeah. you. Like, we've right. been in this world before. I mean, I think it's supposed to be the parasol world, just current day, so a lot has changed. 
but like she has all these new terms like sumage and like all these other things i just felt like it was a lot to, to take on absorb um you know when i first read the parasol books i think it wasn't for whatever reason like it seemed to come more naturally and like yeah. this it felt like there was a lot of information being sort of data dumped it wasn't dumped all at once but it was just like just throughout the story there was a lot and i think at the beginning yeah. too you meet a whole bunch of people yeah. yeah did you read it especially in the pack there's like five or six pack members and they all have you know guy names and i was just like wait who's who it was just really confusing for a little while sort of near the middle and end like i you know i, I kind of got the lay of the land but it did feel a little disorienting for a little while you know i couldn't figure out who was who and like what powers like certain people had for a little while but other than that i did really enjoy it and you know there's a whole other slew of pack members i i feel like i mean she definitely plans to i think write more and i think this was uh self-published because i think mm. this story is like different sort of in tone from all her other ones and yeah. you know she wasn't gonna like really sell it to her the her original publisher and that was fine i think so I, I got, no, it's I, mostly available I, in ebook though she did produce a small run which she brought it brought it to comic-con yeah. uh i bought the ebook like i just wanted to download it that day and yeah it was cute cool yeah you cool that's the baby. Uh, that's I don't know if you guys can hear you, but, um, Double gas? That was a little baby. Double gas. Daddy, Yeah. Oh, well, and thank you for letting us can know. Can I borrow this? Can she borrow did just day? eat lentils. Yes. Yeah. What, can I borrow? What are you watching, Kimberly? Um, I don't think I talked about it last time. We, I saw Get Out. Did we, oh, did I have that on DVD right now. Wow, it was really good. It wasn't, right? I mean, I'm sort of... I think I, it's not fair because I had really high expectations because it was like 98% on Rotten Tomatoes, right. mm -hmm. but it was really good. I don't think it's 98%, but it was pretty high up there. Well, it's good for you that you uh, watched it because you don't like scary movies in general. Yeah. I mean, it's not like, like super horror scary, but. No, no, but it's yeah. like a thriller. It is. I feel like it is No, I mean, I mean, I would consider it a horror movie. It's just, yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I thought it was really fun and um uh, the social commentary. This yeah, on I mean it was just really everyone should watch it. Yeah. I think it is really I have really it on good. DVD right now. And that. it's very creepy. Yeah. And they used I licensed the song in it, um, which was fun. Oh you did? Yeah, Run okay. Rabbit Run. So oh, okay. They oh, used it in Miss Peregrine's as well. But um nice. yeah, they licensed we licensed that for it. So it was nice to finally see how it was used in the film. Yeah, you know? that is one of the nice things about our job. I do, I do see things that we've worked on. Yeah, that's fun. It's fun. It's always fun. Um, yeah, so I saw that. Okay. That I was should, it. I should watch it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Baby. I watched Baby. Yeah, I actually watched a bunch of stuff. More than usual, because it's been a while. Uh, when I was home for Labor Day weekend, I saw The Hitman's Bodyguard. Oh, yeah. With my parents. That's the Ryan Reynolds, that good? Sam Jackson I heard, movie. I like, really mixed things. You know, I wasn't expecting much from it, but I have to say I did enjoy it. The basic plot is that Ryan Reynolds is a bodyguard who starts off working for a really uh, high-class sort of bodyguard company, and he's really well-respected. And then he has one job sort of go wrong, and not, not through any fault of his own, and then he ends up being like, relegated sort of B jobs, right? Right. And his ex-girlfriend 
calls him in when she's escorting Sam Jackson, who's a notorious hitman. Uh, he's going to testify in a trial for, I think, a drug lord or some really bad person. And he's going to testify against him. But they need to get him to the courthouse in one piece. And while she's transporting him, stuff goes wrong. And she thinks she has a, like a mole in you know, the FBI or CIA or whatever it is. And calls in Ryan Reynolds to to basically protect Sam Jackson's character. Because she knows he can do it, even though he's, you know... Kind of bitter now, you know, because he's sort of fallen from grace. She knows that he can do the job. And they apparently hate each other. They've run into each other a bunch of times over the years. And they hate each other. So the entire time, they're, like, bickering and trying, sort of trying to kill each other. You know what I mean? But it's really funny. And, yeah, I I mean, I enjoyed it. For what it is, it's, it's fun. I wouldn't, you know, I'm not expecting Shakespeare or anything. But if you like that sort of wise cracking, you know, Ryan Reynolds and then Sam Jackson just being surly Sam Jackson, you know, a lot of surly people in this podcast, but, you know, just sort of cranky and just a bad MF as he usually is. And yeah, I just, it was fun. I took my parents and I think they really, really enjoyed it. And then I also finished season three of iZombie. I mentioned it a little earlier because I bought some iZombie yarn. And I that was really fun, too. Kind of ended on a cliffhanger, I thought. But I can't believe it's been on for three seasons already. Yeah. That's crazy. Have you me. watched any of it? No, I okay. do. I remember, like, when it came on, I was like, oh, I have to watch that. I, mean, I just didn't get a chance. Do you like Veronica Myers? There's I have so never many watched Ver- Veronica Mars. I've never watched Veronica Mars because there's more Veronica Mars people in this season, and it's just really fun. I, I enjoy it. But then the, the last thing I saw, which I just saw last week, was It. Uh, we almost saw It last night. No, really? Yeah, because it was the Does only Does it seem like something you would see? It's something Iron Muffin wanted to see. Okay. But it started to er- it started early enough, but it was two and a half hours it's long. It's two and a half hours long, long. you're I right. Can't yeah, it's not going to happen. Yeah. So I decided to go on a weekday with our friend because uh, she wanted to go, and we couldn't go over the weekend. And I've never actually seen the original miniseries. Oh, yeah. Oops. But, I mean, I've seen a lot of images from it, mm-hmm. and I've seen the trailer to the new one a lot. And it's been getting really good reviews. It's made a ton of money. Yeah. Yeah. So I went to see it, and I actually really liked it. It oh, was good. a lot creepier than I... Was it more creepy or more thrillery? I would say it's more creepy. Mm-hmm. I mean, that clown is just yeah, that clown creepy. Yeah. And I think all the kid actors were really good. Uh-huh. The main kid, um, he this is his first movie, I think. Oh wow! And then uh, one of the kids, I think he plays Will in Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. He's in it, mm-hmm. and this all the kids were really good. It and it was hard to watch sometimes because. They're sort of the outcast group. Yeah. And they get picked on a lot. Yeah. And it just made me think, man, kids are so mean to each other, you know? They can be so cruel. But I thought it was really well done. It looked really good. It was definitely atmospheric and scary at times, but mostly creepy. And... (laughs) So this is just chapter one. It actually 
if you watch the whole miniseries, apparently it's like them from kids to adults. Uh-huh. And this movie just focuses on the kid part. Oh, wow. And then they're supposed to be, I mean, you know, I think if the movie hadn't done well, they might not have, been, but it's made a lot of money. And so I'm sure they're going to actually yeah. go through with part two. And that's going to focus on what happens when they're adults. And I'm really interested in what happens. Yeah. Personally. That's awesome. Um, yeah. And I'm not really afraid of clowns, so it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I know people who are scared of clowns in real life, I think watching this would be real hard for them. Yeah. But it was hard at times. I was like, like, you know, you know. Cringy. Yeah. But there was a really annoying girl in front of us who kept checking her phone, I swear to God, every 20 minutes. Checking Instagram. I could see her scrolling. And we were just so annoyed. And my friend did go tell an usher at one point. But she would only do it every, like, for a couple minutes, every 20 minutes or so. And he's like, I can't do anything. She's not doing it right now. Eventually, they caught her, but it was sort of near the end of the movie. But it was super annoying. Why go to a movie? I might have said something. Yeah. I might, I'm one of those people. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Right? You would have pulled her right. off. Right, you buddy? Said, Put that phone away. Put it away. Right. But yeah, I'd recommend it if you, you know, cool. like that kind of movie. Yeah. And that's it, I think. That's it. Are we done? Are we done, baby? Are we done, baby? No. 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 Say goodbye. Bye-bye. 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 Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Have a good week. Talk to you soon. Bye. You can find all the show notes on the blog at twistedstitchespodcast.blogspot.com. You can find me, Twee, on Ravelry as Fishgirl182 and Kimberly as Kimberly Buggy. You can also find the podcast on Instagram as Twisted Stitches Podcast. We also have a great rivalry group that you should definitely join. Thanks for listening.